1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Packers conversation top of mind here as we hit the gray, the Schneider Orange hotline and welcome in former Packers linebacker A.J. Hawk, McAfee and Hawk. You've listened to the podcast. You hear him on uh, XM. A.J., thanks for the time, my friend. Hey, no problem. Good to be with you. All right, so uh, I'm trying to decide. Um, I'm headed to Vegas here in about a month, and uh, I'm trying to decide whether I actually take a loan out and invest money in the Green Bay Packers winning the Super Bowl. We talk about confidence levels compared to last year, where it was, as uh, some would put it, winning ugly. This year, much much different. Where is the confidence level from the not only the former Packers side of things, but the national perspective? on the Packers' Super Bowl run here?
3: Well, I would think on the the national perspective, people are looking at at what Aaron has been able to do this year and the rest of the team, especially the defense playing well. So many different weapons on offense and the offensive line. Like, they're the total package. They they seem like a very complete team right now with no weaknesses. And I I think everyone is scared to death to play the Packers in the playoffs. Like, that's the team you want to avoid if you possibly can and, and play them at the last possible minute. So... And I know just myself from watching them and seeing everything they're doing, I mean, you just watch how Aaron's kind of conducted himself. He seems so comfortable. He seems like he's having so much fun. It almost looks easy out there. And I think anybody knows playing quarterback in the NFL, I've said before, is is the hardest position in all of pro sports. So what he's able to do is is truly special.
2: No, I I agree with you. And and I call it maybe a loose form of, he just doesn't seem tight this year. Uh, One of the things that... I wanted to get your perspective on is he seems to be a little fixated on getting that conference title game in Green Bay. And and he understands the importance of that. that, You know, just the, the demeanor that he's had, and I've heard him say this countless, countless and you talk to him all the time. Countless times to get that game into Green Bay, it just seems like he not only is fixated on that, but he will perform and take advantage of it as the clock is ticking for him.
3: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think, you know, he he loves everything about Green Bay, and I know he's he's definitely disappointed that the fans aren't in Lambeau like they usually would be, but it's still special to, to have the playoffs there and, you know, make it run through Lambeau. He knows, like, that's pretty intimidating for the rest of the NFC to think about. And, you know, like, it doesn't matter where you're playing. Like, I, I think when you start talking about, like, other teams and, you start saying, oh, well, is there a quarterback all right to come play in the cold? Or, or are they like a dome team, a turf team? What is it? When you look at the Packers, and they can win anywhere. Like, it doesn't matter. They're not a cold weather team. They're not a warm weather team. Like, wherever you play, like, they're going to be fine. Like, they have the skill set and they can, they can find a way. And I think that's another thing that just makes them even more scary.
2: You've uh, talked to him many times, uh, you were a teammate of his for many years we only see what the, what the media provides to us uh, most times uh, on a, a just a personal level he seems so stoic right now i i mean <laughs> when you hear him talk does that dude ever cut loose at all i mean behind the scenes does he ever just just go crazy i mean we see him do a little dance here and there when he when he gets into the end zone but I, on a personal note behind the scenes does he ever just cut loose
3: yeah i mean he's always relaxed he's always enjoying himself and having a good time but you know he's one of those those deep thinkers so he's always sitting back and observing everything and so he, he i wouldn't say he raises his voice very often uh but he loves um you know he loves having a good time and he's he loves a good argument with anybody if they're willing to get into it i'm sure i know john coon is back there doing a lot of work with the team too he and john coon i Anytime they ever were in the same room together, they love to, to go back and forth and have these awesome debates. It's a, it was a fun thing to watch if you could ever film one of those situations. But he does, yeah, I think Aaron's always having a good time. When you watch him on the field, he's definitely having a great time. He doesn't seem like he can be shook. Like there's, It really is. I can't, you can't put like a stat on it, but to be an opposing defender and be playing the Packers like already going into the game. They're already thinking. God, like, oh, let's just not let Aaron carve us up like he does everybody else. But in the back of their mind, they're thinking, "I don't know how we're going to do that. Whatever we throw at him, we need to find a way." And I think they have a big mental edge because of of all the, the work Aaron has done and how he always seems to be five, six steps ahead of the defense.
2: Yeah, I think I learned a lot some years ago when uh, when Anthony Barr took him down, and Aaron was just—he was John. Uh, right back to him. I mean, there, were, there was an issue right there, and I think that opened my eyes. I mean, a lot of quarterbacks wouldn't do that. They'd lick their wounds and head off to uh, to, to the locker room behind the curtain, but that's uh, that's it's just the competitive spirit of you guys. Uh, A.J. Hawk joins us here on the Bill Michaels Show. Uh, A.J., you went through the transition of the, the Favre to Rodgers, and I just wanted to get the players' perspective here on – what may happen and what may occur here uh, soon. And I don't know when that's going to be. I don't, I don't know if anyone knows if it's going to be next year or two years or four, whatever. What's going to happen then when they do ultimately make that transition to love?
3: I don't know. I, honestly, it's going to be very weird to say. out. Like I said, like you mentioned, I I was on the team through the, the transition from, from Favre to Aaron and uh, my first two years there, Brett was the starter and then we moved on to Aaron. So it was, it was definitely a, a weird situation, very unique, and Aaron handled it perfectly throughout the whole thing, um, and we kind of let him down his first year starting, we went 6-10, and 10. our defense didn't really hold up, but I think, honestly, it's hard to even think about what it's going to be like without Aaron in Green Bay, it really is, and especially since he's going to should win the MVP this year, like he's playing at such a high level, but you know, yeah, eventually he's not going to be there anymore, and... If you thought like Aaron had big shoes to step into coming from Favre, which he absolutely did, like think about it now. If you're thinking, all right, well they we had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and now who's going to be the next first ballot Hall of Famer, possibly greatest of all time quarterback to step in and make plays? Like that's a lot of pressure on Jordan Love, and, and I hope he's up for it. I, I know everything you hear; he seems like a an awesome guy, and, and, and can be that guy. But I guess the question is, when is that?
2: Yeah, and. Really, when you go back to three deep in, in, you know, Hall of Fame quarterbacks and franchise guys, there aren't many teams, if if really any at all, that can go star Favre Rodgers and then and then Love's got to, you know, <laughs> step up because you guys are rock stars. Even you. I mean, I, I work with Leroy Butler, Gary Ellerson. You've talked to those guys a, a million times. And, I, you know, you even as a former player, you come back to the state of Wisconsin, go to a Go to a Packer game, AJ. I mean, you guys are looked up to like that. But man, that the heritage at the quarterback position in Green Bay—I I don't. It's just amazing. I don't know how they did it.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, it's so difficult too. When you're, especially if you're drafting somebody out of college, like people say, of course Trevor Lawrence is most likely the number one overall pick, and he seems to have every single possible thing you could want in a franchise quarterback. But we don't. There's no guarantee it's going to work out. Like. Everything around you has to be in place. Like the timing has to be right, and you got to stay healthy. Like there's so many things. So yeah, to to hit on those that many quarterbacks, like you said, that Green Bay has had, it's it's amazing, and it's not easy to do.
2: Todd Marinovich, Ryan Leaf, <laughs> it has <Yeah>. been some. <laughs> There's been some dis- disasters, no question. Okay, so uh, final thing for you. As the uh, s- super wildcard weekend is upon us, I-, I really like what the NFL uh, you know, has done to adjust to everything. I congratulate the NFL from top to bottom for getting through 17 weeks uh, through this pandemic. And, in fact, some fans are in the stands here for sure. But as you embark on the journey here uh, over wildcard weekend and then get an opponent for Green Bay – is there any one team in the NFC as you see it that would be uh, the most challenging for Rodgers and the and the Green Bay Packers?
3: Man, yeah, I mean, when you, yeah, there's definitely plenty of teams that could test them in there. I, I think it's likely that they end up playing Tampa Bay in their, um, you know, the first their, after their bye. Uh, Tampa Bay is a team that I, anytime Tom Brady is playing well, which they seem to have kind of put some things together towards the end of the season, and their defense can play too. That's a team you want to worry about. The Saints, yeah, of course. That's why I think the home field was so big. You know, the Saints are usually uh, much more explosive when they're playing inside the dome. I know just from facing them, getting, getting beat multiple times in the dome, it's not easy to beat them. But I like the Seahawks, too. Like, I know they've been up and down throughout the season, and the defense hasn't played great. But I mean, they're still 12-4, and 4, and we know that they have some magic in them. And, you know, when Russell Wilson's a quarterback, it's scary. And Russell's a guy, too, that he's not he can play in any kind of weather conditions, too, it seems like. So... There's there's teams all over you got to be worried about but I, I think all of those teams believe me they are much more worried about Green Bay than Green Bay is worried about
2: them. Yeah, I seem to remember a Brady and the Patriots coming into Lambeau and I, I for the love of me I I can't I can't remember what year it was but I still remember Brady on a final drive trying to either go in tie it or or take the lead or whatever and and a fourth down was was held in check and he was just human. I, I don't remember when that was, but I think a lot of people would like to see that same look on Brady's face if that matchup occurs.
3: Uh, yeah, I, I think so. That's what uh, every Packers fan would love to see an opposing quarterback with the frustration they have trying to win the game they know they can't. But yeah, that's that's what those elite guys are, man. Like those The the elite quarterbacks in the NFL, especially like the top tier ones, they are competitive as it comes, and they want to win every single snap that they're in.
2: So what's it like, real quick, working with McAfee? That's got to be crazy. It's
3: great, yeah. Pat's awesome. Uh, he's exactly uh, like anyone sees him, like, whether on YouTube or on ESPN or listening to him radio, whatever. Like he is, that's him. Twenty-four hours a day, he is always moving, always got something going on, and his brain operates at a very high speed. He's always thinking. He's always onto his next thing. So it's uh, it's very fun to work with him because I our personalities are not. Exactly similar, so I think that's what we go we go back and
2: forth with. No, you bring a little sanity to that place. You keep them on the rails a little bit. AJ Hawk, I appreciate the conversation. Good luck and we'll talk again.
3: All right, thanks a lot. All right,
2: there he is AJ Hawk on the Schneider Orange Hotline.
1: Schneider, they're hiring right now. 844 Pride or go to Schneiderjobs dot com. Again, that's eight hundred forty-four pride or go to Schneiderjobs.com. Okay, picture this.